today we are going to be talking about something that has come up for me um, quite a little bit in the last few months um, through stories I've heard of others, usually ones that we've shared during a listening circle and then through also experiences of my own past and present. And that is on the balance of giving and receiving. And this is something that came to me actually many, many, many years ago when I realized that is really the way that the universe works. Everything is giving and receiving. And in order to maintain any sort of harmony, we need to create balance within the giving and the receiving. Because it is with this action that we, um, or it is from the heart that we, that we create this action. And... Um, it is from the heart that we love as well. <clears throat> and that is the ultimate vibration of this universe. So before I go any further, if you guys are tuning in for the first time, welcome. This is my Mind, Body, Soul Stuff podcast where I like to talk about everything and anything to do with life. <laughs> anything that supports the mind, body and soul. Um, my name is Lana and I currently work in natural healing as a naturopathic nutritionist. Uh, Reiki practitioner and recently a yoga teacher. I also hold um, wellness events um, from listening circles to crystal healing workshops. We have a vision board workshop and quite a new events coming up, quite a few new events coming up, including a vision board workshop um, on March the 4th. Uh, an essential oils workshop also on March the 4th in a beautiful location in Notting Hill, London. And uh, we're introducing our first ever mixed listening circle coming up on the 28th of February. So that is a listening circle for men and women, which um, my heart has been yearning for for so long. I could not ignore it anymore to hold space for men as well as women. So um, all of those and, and all of my work can be found on my website, lifespacehealing.com. Um, and through there, you can also find any links to my social media cha uh, channels where uh, I'm updating daily on, on different events or different writings, different inspirations. <clears throat> so for now, I want to yes open up the subject on the balance of giving and receiving so what does it mean to give and what does it mean to receive such a simple simple question or so we might think <laughs> recently i've had a few people um open up or share that they feel exhausted, that they feel like they are constantly mothering or fathering or parenting and constantly in this action of giving and giving and because they've been taught to love and they've been taught to love with an open heart and to give and to give and to give um, and that is the way. However, they've now been left drained tired, no energy, heavy, low in their own fuel. And 
they have wondered why. And I have also been in this position for ver- for a very, very, very long time. Many, many years ago, that was my... Um, that was my role. I was the I was the mother. I was the nurturer. I would always want to be helping. Always want to be giving. Um, and I never really questioned it or or looked at it in any way. I just it's just what I did. Um, but as a result, I did it. Also, end up ex- extremely tired, extremely drained. And as a result, I was also attracting a lot of people into my life that were needing this mothering, that were needing this attention. And unfortunately, they that came with a lot of um, of baggage for me. And again, I didn't see it like that. I just wanted to help and help and help as much as I could. And it only got it only stopped when it got to a point of that feeling too much years and years and years i mean around 10 14 15 years later if we're counting you know this what i thought was an innate characteristic of mine from a very young age which was an innate characteristic of mine from a very young age because of my own personal experiences, um, I went on doing this action for so long. And eventually, after several destructive relationships, I got to a point where I physically could no longer give anymore. My body physically couldn't actually, didn't have the energy it needed to do anything anymore, let alone give. So it's funny because I tend to like to see the way that we accumulate accumulate ailments. We tend to sometimes feel things energetically first, emotionally, mentally. And then when we push those aside, as we draw nearer from our aura, nearer to our physical self, we start to manifest it physically. So it will come up in physical ways. Um, through headaches, through stiff muscles, through all sorts. And so when it had finally reached me physically, which I find the body's final way, the body's final resort to screaming out for help, to, to, to trying to bring our attention to our self-awareness, um, only then did I stop and think, what is going on? I can no longer be doing this for everybody all the time. I'm exhausted. And this was the point where a lot started shifting in my life and not straight away at all. This was the point where I had hit my, my, one of my ultimate lows and I had then found myself in a relationship that was giving. And all of a sudden the roles had reversed. 
And I didn't question it. Actually, no, I did question it a lot. And I doubted it. And I thought, what do you want from me? You're so nice to me. Why are you so nice to me? Why are you so giving to me? I was very used to having been betrayed and being taken advantage of, um, which, again, is, is never the other person to blame. Everything that happens to us happens to us because we allow it to. And everything that happens to us has a great deeper understanding and deeper learning to it. So again, there is no blame if this person did that to me and that's just a bad person and everybody's bad around me and I'm okay. <laughs> there is a lot of fundamental things going on within me that my external reality was reflecting. So I then, maybe as a, uh, as a way of progression, as a, as a leading to from the angels ended up in a relationship that was giving with someone that I never expected and I questioned it and I doubted it and I thought what you know how am I deserving of this and why are you doing this for me etc 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 eventually I learned how to accept and receive and that took a lot of surrendering and trust and letting go because quite interestingly through my experience and my experience of working with others, I found that humans are very, can be very used to the act of giving, but seldom the act of receiving, which is to just receive open-heartedly and take a compliment or allow somebody to help you or allow someone to carry your bags for you when they offer and a lot of the time we can kind of shut down and like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm okay, don't worry, no. And we sort of close ourselves off in this bubble. And we think we can take everything on ourselves, which we can a lot of the time because we have the capability to, but what's the harm in accepting help? And what does that show us about how we accept ourselves? So quite interestingly, the balance of receiving can so much reflect the way we are able to receive love, which can show up in either compliments or in acts of service. But the same way that we receive love is the same way that we are open to loving because we love ourselves. Because we are worthy. And we are deserving. So next time somebody does offer you a compliment. Or offer you help up the stairs with your bags. Or offer to help in any way that they can. Or offer to love. They might tell you your smile is beautiful or your hair looks lovely or take a moment to notice what feelings arise. How does that make you feel? Do you feel anxious? Do you do you feel shy? Do you do you reject it immediately and, and say no and, and try and put yourself down or 
Or do you take a deep breath in and smile and say thank you? And again, that's something that I was never good at doing. I have a very good friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, who always saw me with such loving eyes. Um, she truly is one of my angel sisters and soul sisters in this life. And she would look at me and she'd give me such a beautiful compliment. And I used to totally shut down and shy away. And I'd tell her to shut up and I'd turn around and I'd, you know, push it away as much as I could. And she would stop me. And she would hold me and she'd say, stop it. Take what I am giving you. Take it. And I used to shy away even more and I used to be like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. And I used to laugh and we'd giggle and she'd be like, say thank you. <laughs> and I'd stop and I'd have to take a deep breath and I'd be like, thank you. And I'd still feel this nervous anxiousness. And I was like, she's right. Why, why can't I just say thank you? and accept it and so then I'd practice when when whenever anybody would then pay me a compliment instead of saying oh no and turning away and that would happen in my mind and before I'd be able to translate it into voice I'd stop myself and think actually thank you even if it made me feel a little bit uncomfortable still be like yes I will take that actually thank you and it and 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 it's incredible how the practice of that slowly slowly started to actually make me realize within myself hey hang on a minute I am pretty awesome or I do have beautiful hair and I do have lovely skin and I do have a wonderful smile and slowly slowly that really helped also in the process of self-loving And in the process of self-loving, we're then able to really attract a proper love back. Because the same love that we have for ourselves is the same love that we attract. And the same way that we can be fully open and accepting to receiving is the same way that we can also then give healthily, which I'm going to get into in a minute. So really everything does start within us. Everything that we are, everything that we feel, everything that we've experienced, we have the ability to create our reality. And that is so dependent on the way that we create our healing process and the ways that we choose to love ourselves and the ways that we continue to bring more awareness to our true selves anything that irritates us beyond ourselves outside in the external world is really mirroring how we feel inside anything that we have of judgment of others is really also again reflecting anything that we judge within ourselves So a nice little exercise that we can do is, is just that, is really work on the being open to receive the 
accepting the compliments, allowing others to help if they're offering. Take that help, take that love. Give gratitude, give thanks. And then you too, in recognizing the beauty of somebody helping you, will want to maybe help in giving that and extending that hand to others. And that is how we create this beautiful cycle of giving and receiving. And so for, for some of you who resonate with the area of giving too much and feeling too drained and allowing it to sort of take over your own energy and, and allowing it to exhaust ourselves, um, we can look at that and also recognize that, and there are many sort of ways we can look at this, but one that I can resonate with most that, um, that fed my pattern of overly giving was that I actually needed what I was giving to others, which was love. Again, everything that we give without expectation is usually from a loving place. And sometimes when we have had that lack of love in our lives, we want it so much. We recognize how painful it is to be without it, consciously or subconsciously, that we want to give to others. We want to give to others what we didn't have, what we don't have. And so we love and we care for and we nurture for everybody, everybody else but ourselves. And sometimes this pattern can be a mirror of what we need. So if we tend to feel drained in the act of giving and giving and giving too much, how can we bring that back into balance? One of the greatest ways is by taking a moment to look at the areas in which you are giving so much, to whom you are giving so much to. And then ask yourself how you can give these things back to you. The nurturing, the care, the preparing a meal, the running a bath, the brushing the hair, the going out of your way to pick up medications, whatever it may be. How about we try and do some of those things for ourselves. The same way we would love and nurture a loved one, a partner, a friend, a sister, a brother, a father, a mother. What if we took the time to run our own bath? What if we took the time to prepare a nourishing meal for ourselves? What if we took the time to clean our own space, create our own sacred space, lighting candles, incense, 
switching the lights to a lower setting in, in sunset. All these little things we might, the ways we may romance and love another. Even a child, you know, this can be a very, a very, very big, most common uh, act of overly giving is when mothers have their, have their children. Naturally, it becomes a very, um, we switch into a very selfless mode as we have this baby new being within our hands. And from there, we all of a sudden go into a mode of switching off anything to do with ourselves and everything to do with our children. And the act of balancing and receiving in this situation is vital as a mother, vital for our our own health, our own well-being. So I don't have children myself at all, um, but I do have many friends and family members around me that do have children, and I notice, and I notice something that is always being said as well with new, new mothers is, that's it. Once I've had this baby, my life is done. My life is gone. I have no time for myself, nothing for myself. Yes, that is true in, in that we then will have this baby being that will need our attention. But how can we balance that out to make, to, to refuel our own tank so that we have enough to give to our children without totally feeling depleted? Because if we are depleted within us, we have nothing to give to others. So if we are so wanting to give, we must be open to receiving as well our own giving and really make time to do the things for you that make you feel good, that make you feel loved. We can give that to ourselves and that can be one of the most incredible gifts that we can give to ourselves because that is self-love and those can be actions that we uh not necessarily actions actually they can be they can be simply being which is actually again another thing that we seldom do in today's society is just be to just be in our stillness in our quietness releasing any expectations, releasing any shoulds, I should be doing this, I should go to the gym. You know, sometimes we might have this a bit of time for ourselves and we think, right, okay, great. Now I should be at the gym. Now I should be doing the groceries. Now I should uh, be performing 100% at work. Now I should be answering all the emails. I should be writing this. I should, again, That is an expectation that can take a lot of love away from ourselves. It is another expectation that can place a lot of pressure, that can make us feel very drained, exhausted, tired, not good enough. So the art of simply being and doing the things that we want to do not should, but the things that we want to do, the things that we, when we truly think about them, they really make us happy inside. The things that light us up, that when we think about them, 
spread a good feeling all over every single cell in our bodies. Those are the things that we can be doing. And those are the things that we, uh, that will fuel our love and fuel our own giving. Those are the things that will open us up to receiving. And those are the things that will help us to give back fully. So interestingly, after my days of being in the imbalance of giving too much and then going on to learning how to receive, this continued on to a lot of work that I was doing with my therapist, which was really just returning to self-love ultimately and, and, and acknowledging feelings and, and pains and emotions of the past and experiences of the past, acknowledging, acknowledging them in order to let them go. Um, and through that, my heart started to open. I started to make room for, I started to vibrate on a higher frequency of love and so what I was, I was receiving, and what I am, I still am receiving. And that made it vital to where I'm, that makes it vital to where we are at right now in our lives. Because whatever we're attracting into our lives is exactly where we are for this moment and is exactly where we need to be for this moment. But with self-awareness, we can begin change. So to sit with ourselves and to reflect and to notice our behaviors and our patterns, we create self-awareness and then we actually have the capability to do whatever is necessary to create change. So I was riding on this wave for a while, of finally learning how to open my heart as a lot of clearing and deep emotional wounding was happening. I was learning how to trust. I was learning how to love myself, trust myself. And then this was a reflecting in my external. I was learning how to love and trust others. And, um, and every day was a healing process. And this went on for years and years. It still goes on. We are always healing every day. There is always something new to learn and there is always something uh, that, the, that the universe is trying to show us if we, if we are really open to it. And so I've been riding this way for a while and always thinking, but I, you know, again, I am giving and giving and giving. But I'm giving with love and I'm in a different place now. And it is, uh, again, reflecting where I am in this moment. Uh, and I was starting to notice in the last 
year and the last few months that I've been giving and giving and giving a lot and being very open to giving. Anybody was would ask for for something and I would give. Um, and so this this year, in the middle of a about a month ago, in the middle of a Reiki session, I had a very um, a very clear thought come to mind. And it just went heart chakra giving balancing. And I thought, interesting, the heart chakra. So I tend to do a lot of work with chakras, which are our main energy centers. And I will get into this on another, um, on another podcast, on another episode. Um, so I saw this, or I heard this in my mind. And I took that as an opportunity to look at the way that I give and receive. And I was facing a little bit of a challenge in my life with this. And and that came to me and I thought, very interesting. Okay, how can I reclaim the giving to myself? I need to instill personal boundaries. I do not need to be there for everyone. And I do not need to be constantly giving to everyone. So again... With the act of giving too much, one way that we can draw it back whilst we give to ourselves is to create personal boundaries. And personal boundaries are such a big, big, big thing that I, that I, um, that I was dealing with and learning through throughout um, me returning back to myself, throughout throughout my working through depression and anxiety and and everything else with my therapist as personal boundaries was such a big one and I'd never understood it before I'd never come across the term and I'd I'd never understood practicing it I didn't know what it was and personal boundaries are such a powerful way that we can look after ourselves and stop the people from from coming in and, and taking so much as well because we then when, when we give a lot we have people that just would love to keep taking <laughs> and a lot of people call them energy vampires because they really just suck the energy right out of you and uh, we can feel taken advantage for we can feel betrayed by friends when friends don't meet our our needs back and we have this expectation of I give to them why don't they give to me and so releasing expectations as well as another thing when we give we give openly wholeheartedly without any expectation expectation really is the root of all heartache once we are able to release any expectation we release ourselves from any suffering But suffering is also a necessary part of life. There is suffering everywhere. And unless we accept it, we are always going to be fighting it. And that is a very, very long, long, drawn out, tiring, pointless battle. (laughs) But once we release expectation, we can give wholeheartedly. And feel good. So without expecting anybody to do the same. So a way that we can put in personal boundaries is by saying no. 
again, something we seldom do and something that we uh, are afraid to do is just to say no. Somebody might ask for something we may not need to answer straight away or uh, be there straight away. We need to look after ourselves first. That is a priority because we're, what we have within us is what we are able to give to others. So do you want to come and do this with me, X, Y, Z, today, this afternoon with so, so, and so? When you think about it and it makes you feel slightly not that good, we can turn around and say, you know what, actually, I'm going to stay at home tonight. I'm going to da-da-da-da, whatever. However way we can say no. It doesn't have to be rude or blunt or aggressive. Um, in situations, if we may be in situations where we feel like somebody's energy is draining ours, <clears throat> and they're asking so much of us, we always have the choice to say no to walk away. And um, put that boundary in. Even if it doesn't exist, to say something like, Oh, you know what? It's I just remembered I have an appointment at 2.30. I really need to go. It's been so lovely spending time with you. See you later. Or um, hang on a minute. I just really need to go to the bathroom if you're in an event and you need to walk away from someone and then come back and find your space with somebody else. So I will do, because speaking about personal boundaries, there's many, many ways that we can do this. Um putting in place personal boundaries, and I, and I will do a, a, a full episode on this. So what would be great is to just sort of look at how you give and how you receive. Do you notice an imbalance in either one? Do you think that you are fairly balanced? Uh, how can we be open to receiving more by loving ourselves more? And how can we be giving in balance by giving to ourselves also as well as others? And that is all that I really wanted to go with you to, through today. Um, I could talk about these things for hours and hours but I will leave them for other episodes so thank you so much again for tuning in and uh, again if you're interested in, in attending any of any of our events that we're holding that I'll be holding in the next few months um, you can find the events page on my website lifespacehealing.com uh, or for anybody that is interested in one-to-one uh, private Reiki or nutritional therapy sessions. Um, I also offer private one-to-one -one yoga or private group or corporate bookings. Um, so all my information is up on my website. And um, yeah, I think that is everything for today. I will be back with some more episodes on chakra work and on personal maintaining personal boundaries. If there is anything else that you guys would like to uh, understand more or explore more, um, please let me know. You can email me, um, find me on Instagram at Lunar Oniari, but again, all my social media channels are on my website. Um, please feel free to get in touch in any way that you want to or any way that you feel called to. 
I know some of you have shared with me your experiences um, of things and it's so beautiful to hear you know that we we this is how we connect we all share the same experiences we all share the same feelings of different experiences this is what makes us human and this is exactly what this podcast is for to create the space to recognize that there is no stigma with anything that we experience depression anxiety uh, there is no negativity with negative what we perceive as negative emotions uh, this is all just a human experience and we are all just walking each other home so please feel free to get in touch um, and I will see you for next time leave you again with my favorite song of the day Me. And so long, snake.